going on. This is one half of Bad Influence Kazarian, and you're listening to Matt and Brindo's Wrestling Show. That was the Best Coast Boogeyman. That was the International Incident. That was the main event, Merry Makers, Bad Influence, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian. You're listening to the show. Keep listening, everyone. On time, we're taking over the prime time. And if you cross us, you're stepping over the fine line. But we can take this to the center of the ring. And when the bell dings, it's time to go. I'll hit the top rope while you're bleeding. No, slam me with the chair in the back of your head. Put you through a table, now you're thinking you're dead. As I climb the ladder and reclaim the belts, you're going home with a face full of welts. We came to win. Well, you better know it's Matt and Brendo's wrestling show. Hello and welcome to another episode of MBWS. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Veronica Steele. And we were about to talk about the biggest thing that happened this week. I mean, so many big things happened, but it's what you and I probably want to talk about the most right now. Oh, yeah. Um, Total Bellas was on, was that last night? (laughs) Tuesday night? I think it was Tuesday Uh, night. uh, Wednesday. Yeah, so last night. Yeah, last Um, night. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) You had, all I, I, my my first note that I wrote down was... John Cena talked about hand jobs. John Cena <laughs> said the word hand jobs. Yes. Yes, um, he did. John Cena talked about hand jobs. <laughs> John Cena. How, I told you. What did I to say? What did oh. I well, also like? Oh, that was fucked up. But, but then also, yeah. what did, what did I say that like John Cena is like a, is, I wouldn't call him crazy, a crazy person. Crazy OCD. But he's got like, he's definitely has some OCD. Like, he needs to go to Serious for that. behaviors. Because right away, it's all about John Cena and his <laughs> insane rules. And just everybody is terrified of him. I and... love your first note. My first note, this is what it says. John Cena. Period. Shoot me. Period. No. God. Period. <laughs> like. like no. Like, I still just, would totally, I would still no. totally, I would, <laughs> I'd put up with all that. Oh, I'd be no. his houseboy. I, I would intentionally I'd take my shoes off. I'd go to. Just to show him. I'd wear fancy clothes to dinner. Oh, God. Right? Oh, we need to have a fan, and coffee every morning. I'm like, fuck you. I don't want to see you in the morning. Like, I don't. I honestly watching this show, there have been so many times that I see him on SmackDown and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm a John Cena fan and like I want him to win. And now I saw the show. I'm like, fuck you, John Cena. I'm not doing it. No, hell's no. Dean Ambrose, it's all you. Like, (laughs) I just, oh goodness. Some of my other notes were one, I mean, like I, I almost tweeted this, like, my name is Brendan. I'm 36 years old and I'm, and I'm crying during a, a show called Total Bellas <laughs> because I, and I called this too. I'm like, they're going to show the Daniel Bryan retirement stuff yeah. and I'm going to cry because I, I mean, I cried a lot more when mm-hmm. it was happening live 
But right. like just going through that again, and I, I, I said like, and you could see from even this show, oh, yeah. like Daniel Bryan is the best guy in the whole world, and I, I, I love, know. I love him with all my heart, and and he's the best, and he puts up with so much bullshit. I know. Yes, you could tell he doesn't like when he. I think the most true thing that he said on this episode is, "I am here for you." Like, yes. and it was the sweetest, most beautiful, like, yeah. you can tell how much he loves Brie because he puts up with this stupid <laughs> bullshit. You yeah. know, he hates this show. You yes. know, he hates that house. You know, he hates his crazy family. Like, yes. just all of this bullshit. And yes. he's, and he's, he's, so not only has he been forced to retire from the thing that he loves the most, which when he talks about it every time, you're like, oh God, oh. Dan, oh God, it's horrible. But then he's got to put up, he's got to deal with this bullshit. I know. Like, it's going to be a hard show to watch this season because it's going to be him going through. Uh, I hope him and Cena get into an actual fight. Oh, I do too. That'd be great. Like, oh and it's going to be over Josie. It could, okay. <laughs> it's um, so going like, to be over Josie. Okay. So my, my second note is free Josie. Yes. Like, god damn it, she That's, just wants to play and run around and you got I know, and, and be a dog. And then like and like she? they got that Winston dog, like and Winston yeah. gets to do everything, and so of course Josie's gonna be freaking out. And then like Cena's treating her like shit. Of course she's gonna bite you, you fucking asshole. Yeah. I know. I my second note was Josie licking like licking up Brian's nose. Oh dude, like, like in the nose. So like gross. full on cleaning out the boogers and yes. then what and then the, immediately no edits like him and brie go to town yes. and i'm just like oh gross oh, so oh. gross like just no. so gross you're like that's like having a threesome with your dog i know it was so disgusting i know i agree what's up with john like what who John Cena's Cena a dick, dude. He's such a dick. And the, like, and, I get it, like at the end, but I don't know. But then also, like, and I understand, like, you know, that whole family is so that fam- that whole family it. is so high maintenance. Wait oh. till JJ's wife gets there because she's kind of like super high maintenance too. Like, oh, I didn't know he was married. Yeah, no, JJ has like a family. Like, he's got a wife oh. and kids. They've been on like previous seasons of Total Divas. Okay. Like, I don't know. His wife seems pretty done. JJ's kind of a tool, right? Okay. Like, I don't. I like, didn't get enough of him yet. I although, don't know. probably. Like, he seems, but again, he but also he's like is his like, sisters. he's also <laughs> like so overpowered by like his mom and his sisters. Uh, the and, and like, but sometimes he acts like a real, like just doofus. Um, I just. But the, why the, <laughs> were they invited in the home? Like, well, I, it just, clearly the whole thing John is Cena does and not want them The other there. thing that doesn't make, well, this whole premise is so ridiculous because oh. then they say, like, you're going to drive me around, except then yeah. when it shows them, they have a fucking driver. Driver. Nobody well, was driving. No, like, I who think- was driving that giant Escalade? No, like there was when they were oh, driving by the elegant. Yeah. There was there was a driver driving. There was a couple times <laughs> where somebody else drove, but I'm like, you have a driver. Also, you're fucking rich, like right. Um, so again, this all like make your is bed so and do insane. that. And I'm going uh, hire a maid. Like if that's so important to you. Well, and they I obviously they have being respectful. He space. does. I understand that, but. If you're going to come down and be like, oh, and you have to make your bet every day, it's like, hire oh, me. Oh, and then he's given like, his 
possible future mother-in-law shit for not making her bed right what the hell are you doing that takes some serious balls right like if i were mama bella i wouldn't have put up with that shit no i i'm so interested in like the rest of the season oh my god but i'm like worried for brie like going dude do you have daddy issues like what is oh well because he's both, so controlling they, like, they definitely there's some the the both i mean um, if you watch Total Divas, their their dad like wasn't around very much, and they had a lot of issues with him. Okay. Re- in recent years, they've like reconnected with him, but I don't know. I still think there's definitely some oh. issues. Well, Brie came out pretty balanced. I mean, I know she's like health nut and all that. But well, yeah, Brie and, like, Brie and Daniel she, are like the same like people. Like, <laughs> like, but I mean, I get what Nikki was going through. I mean, because like that's a lot. That whole neck surgery is fucking. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. And yeah. But then, like, the shit – I just don't understand how she puts up with that. I wrote that the show needs to be renamed How to Walk on Eggshells Around John Cena. <laughs> like, like, I think that was this episode, even... though. And, like, you don't know how they edited all this stuff. I like, know. Because but... then, like, at the end, he, like, apolog- – but even, like, that whole confrontation no, at the end was, like, kind of scary. Because he's just like, whoa, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not into yeah. – <laughs> And then when he's talked in that weird voice, that was kind of scary. Like, yeah. he's like, how would you like, I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? I know! Like, what is this? The Shining? And, I- <laughs> and, and then, okay, some other things that I said, um, so like, when they're, they, also like, you, you have to, like, it seems to me like, what, also like, this family drinks an insane amount! Right? Like, they, they all, I, and they all drink a lot. Like, I know John Cena drinks a lot because before Nikki moved in, he admittedly didn't have any food in his house. It was all booze. Whoa. Like, he opened up his fridge and it was yeah. all booze. And I was like, holy shit. Okay. Um, so they're big drinkers, all the Bella, so they, they go out for happy hour and, yeah. okay. Uh-huh. And then they all start talking about their sex lives. And oh. the, okay, the look on JJ's face when his mom yeah. and sisters are all talking about sex is that was another high point of the yes. show for me. Cause JJ's just like, get me, get me out of here. Please like stop. It was so uncomfortable. Well, I'm just sitting also, there like, as, thinking as like, I could never talk like that around my mom. Like, just I know, not, not because that, of who oh, my God. mom is necessarily. Like, I would never, but I just never. would never want her well, to especially know. Especially then I don't want to hear her stuff. I don't want to hear right? that. I don't want to hear about that. And if, I don't want to hear about Johnny Ace getting it done. I don't. Oh my gosh. Like, they are such an infused group that I'm going, they need oh some, man, they, have, like, they need to establish some boundaries. This is under a Kardashian, so I well, have a theory I that mean, he is only going after infused families that are like well, yeah. so I mean, beyond. This was like, this whole sitch thing was like ripe for this, so it's great. Um, I don't know how Daniel Bryan got in this law. <laughs> like, I think he needed, he had to do something, he had nothing else to do. I know, at the time. And it's I'm his sure. wife that he obviously loved thank very goodness, much. Thank goodness he's the manager. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, yeah, because now that's his oh. excuse. That's probably why he did that, so he could just be like, "I'm out of this shit. I got. I'm, I'm gonna actually work now. I'm at <laughs> SmackDown. I'm done." Like he, yeah. he, he's probably stoked to be like on the road. Well, he yeah. probably doesn't go on the road. He just because he only but has to be there on Tuesdays. Speaking of him and Brie, but they're but they're having a baby. baby Woohoo! Baby I'm so excited Bella for that. Danielson. It's gonna be so exciting. Yeah, it's just neat knowing how long she's wanted a baby and and him too, <clears> and like. 
Now it's coming. So what if when they have a baby, like, this is what, like, what if Nikki, like, is like, hey, John Cena. Oh, gosh. John does not need children. Please, yeah, no. I don't think that's that poor guy, child. Though. Can you imagine that child? I that don't know. That child won't be able to cry or poop or anything. Like, yeah. unless John's You're not allowed to like, poop. John's gonna look at the well, baby. It's like the go, dog. He's gonna treat now. it like the dog. Poop now. Just go now. Cause he's Change talking, your own oh, diaper. Dude. Well, even like on Talking Smack, and like I know that's his wrestling persona, but like he's like, it's like I don't have time for people like Dean Ambrose. I only have five people, and they're just moving me forward. I don't have time. I don't have time for this. And like you sound like so like I can't handle your. I can't handle I it. Know. I can't handle I... it. But I try. I would give it a shot. Um, I'm trying to understand too. Like, and again, this is my first show. Really seeing like a lot of him, <laughs> and I'm going, "How in the hell do you relate to kids?" Like, I just don't understand it. Uh, so we'll have to get more into that. But I'm definitely going to be watching because I'm very interested in the I, dynamic between yeah, him and Brie, yeah. and just how, or I mean, him and Nikki of how like creepy. Like, I don't know, like. It just does not seem like a healthy relationship. Well, I don't know. I mean, I felt like Nikki was always standing up for him, or like, "Don't make him mad," and you know, or "Did you ask to do?" No, you invited whole... me into your home to live for three months. Yeah. I'm not going to ask to do everything. So that Crazy. whole thing was just so nuts. Oh, I, I can't wait it, for though. next week. It's going to be great. Um, it's going to be. Great. And then the other thing I noticed was John Cena's guest house is like bigger than any house I've right? ever. Right lived in like all live in John Cena's guest house of all I'll like take my shoes off and make my bed. <laughs> make your, and dress up for dinner and what was the other one? Wake up early we had that so they have coffee every morning. And then together. cocktail hour. Cocktail and then, hour like <laughs> they're they talk in the morning and talk in the evening and I love how I did shoes like, off at all times and toilet paper only in the toilets and yes, all this oh other gosh. stuff. Which, how to open and close a door? Oh yeah, really? Like crazy security doors? Dude, I don't know. Dude, he and then like his whole like I if you're gonna be counseling. the one that the crazy one was like when he said if you're gonna be out late, tell me because I have a lot of guns and I might shoot you. Right? Like, what? What? <laughs> I did my favorite. So when we hear the headlines is like John Cena accidentally shoots Daniel Bryan. (laughs) We're going to know Daniel. Oh, he was up late. He didn't tell him. I think what Disney needs to do is make signs with John Cena, like a quote from John Cena. And we're in Florida. There's alligators in the water. And if you're Mm. near it and you get what's coming to you. (laughs) That was so awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, buddy, you should totally work for Disney. (laughs) Yeah, John Cena there's alligators. Says, if you get if you get near, don't go near you the get water. Get what's coming to you. Yes, it was so great. I Fuck love that it. little kid. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all know oh, where man. he stands on that. So um, I am for because for a while I was like, poor Nikki, or yeah, poor Nikki, like not getting engaged. She will never get married. She he, she won't have kids. And now I'm like, oh no, very good, good job, good job. <laughs> like let's not go down that road. I just, I hope he has counseling (laughs) because that's, he's way intense and I get being intentional and like getting as far as he did. And Nikki was saying that he had a rough upbringing and all of that, but I'm like, yeah, okay, but you don't take it out on your friends and family. You go to counseling. (laughs) Yeah. So that's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun to watch. So because of Total Bellas is on now, 
Total Diva Season 6, um, it starts in November 16th. November so we got 16th. A, so we got a month and a half before Uh-oh. Total Divas. Uh, What's oh, going on? My work phone is ringing, which is rare unless it's an emergency. Uh-oh. What are you going to do? <laughs> Call Ghostbusters. <laughs> Okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, I know. Please enjoy the music while your party's being reached. Yeah, you should call Kurt Hawkins. That's what Steve Espinosa said. Something tells me that this is like spam. Sounds like spam. If you don't recognize the number. I know. All right. Well, let's see if they call back one more time. Although so, I had three missed calls from them. <laughs> mm. Oh, all at the same time. Never mind. All right. We'll see if they call back. If they call back, I have to answer it. So Kurt and Hawkins. welcome to my job. Kurt Hawkins yes. is making his debut on uh, No Mercy. <sighs> right. Well, he's making I... his return to WWE because if you didn't know, Kurt Hawkins was a former – he was in NXT before it was NXT. And then he was in ECW, like another thing that WWE did that failed. And, and then he was on SmackDown a little bit. And he just was kind of, he never really did anything. And then they let him go. And now they brought him back with this kind of like Chuck Norris thing. Like, Kurt Hawkins can do this. And I don't know, whatever. (laughs) We'll see. I'm withholding judgment because, I mean, I saw him when he's, I've seen him a few times on the indie circuit. And he's he's never really impressed me very much. I mean, he's a solid worker, but... I don't know. It takes more than that to stand out for me. and I agree. So yeah, I've been in the same boat. Judgment. I mean, my initial response is no, just because of that. that. <laughs> well, it's pretty goofy. When you have to, well, yeah, but when you have to, like, do goofy ad <clears throat> plugs like that, I'm going, you can't be that good. Like, well, <laughs> what is That's a pretty there? common thing for them to do these kind of hype promos, like, for new wrestlers coming in. But, yeah, these ones are pretty silly. Okay. Um, let's talk about Sully with American Alpha's costumes this, this week. Totally reminded me of Saved by the Bell, like the Max. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, they're always wearing, they got great gear. That was like full on early nineties, late eighties, something happening. Like, honestly, I felt like, Ooh, we could, you guys should be wrestling AC Slater right now. (laughs) 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 We can bring this all the way around. It was awesome, but that was a fun match. I liked it. Yeah, I, I, um, I just, I wish, I want to see American Alpha just crushing it, and they're yeah. so we get the we got these heel Usos, which I'm, I, I guess it's a good story, good yeah. thing. It's good. I like them as heels. Yeah, their their outfits this week were oh were much better, a little better than last week. Yeah. there's a little improvement. Last week was a little ridiculous. Yeah, it was. Um. Big pop for uh, Team Slino making the save. Yes. So I, I we'll Dangerous. see. I I hope they. I will see. We'll we t- we'll talk about No Mercy in a little bit because um, they got their tag team championship match com- going on. Um, also on the ridiculous train, um, you also got to see the return of the um, much maligned from the early two thousands uh, Spirit Squad. Oh, Spirit Squad. Yeah, I wrote, audience seemed to be really bored during that. Well, imagine those guys coming out all the time, week after week, doing stupid shit like that. Like that. 
Um, but Dolph Ziggler the... used to be in the Spirit Squad before he was Dolph Ziggler. He yeah. was Nikki. Um, and yeah, so they, um, so that was kind of, that was fun. I, I was not expecting that. So I thought it was fun that the Miz brought them out. Yeah. And, but I then did they, too. they're but just, they just didn't seem to, they're just kind of loved by the it was goofy. audience. It was very goofy. Um, but I am, I'm pumped for this Miz Dolph Ziggler match. Yeah, me too. And we'll see what happens. Ugh. I, I really hope that Dolph becomes a commentator. I would love to hear him. I think he's so good on the mic. Yeah. Um, um, I, I don't know. I really like him. I don't want him to leave forever or like anything like that, but. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I could. I could be a commentator. It could definitely go either way, but I just think the Miz should have that title forever. Not forever, but for a long time, just to cement yeah. himself as like this, mon- like he's doing a good job. How um, long has he had it? I feel like he's well, had it for not a long that. Time I mean, he he became Intercontinental Champion like the day after WrestleMania. Oh, Zack okay. Ryder won the belt, and then okay. he um, and then Got and then Miz time. beat it, meat beat him, and he's yeah. had it since then. So it's been a while. It's been quite a bit. Um, speaking of championships. We got to watch Sasha become we did. the women's champion. Then another, her and Charlotte just tear it up every time they fight. And, uh, yeah, and, and in Great LA job. at the Staples Center. Um, Very exciting. Sasha won. And also it was the main event on Raw. That hasn't happened I know. in quite some time. It was awesome. It was just, it just was so cool. And Sasha backstage with Bailey and they brought up yeah. Lita and Trish, which was the first time two women main evented Raw and, um, main evented anything in the WWE pretty much. Um, and, and so I think we're just one step away from like a women's match headlining a pay per view. Yeah, and that'd be great. Speaking of women's matches and pay-per-views, the next Raw pay-per-view is Hell in a Cell, and it seems like we might be headed towards our first ever female Hell in a Cell match, which would be nutsos. So Hell in a Cell sounds like it's a cage match? <laughs> Hell in a right? Cell, it's a cage, except it has a roof on it. Oh. Sure. And it's usually a very violent, crazy match. Um, the most famous Hell in a Cell match is probably Mankind versus Undertaker from, uh, King of the Ring 1998 where Mick Foley, also known as Mankind, went through the roof of the cell. Oh my god. And also fell off the cell before that onto, oh through a table. If you want to see some shit, look oh my that goodness. up. Alright. Um, that's probably the craziest thing that I've ever witnessed. I wasn't there, but I mean, I remember talking, we watched that shit live and talked about it for, I mean, people are still talking about it. You go to a Mick Foley Q&A, somebody will bring up Hell in a Cell. Um, And the first Hell in a Cell match is actually a classic match as well, because the whole Hell in a Cell concept was made for The Undertaker, and it was his his specialty match. (laughs) And uh, the first one was between him and Shawn Michaels at Bad Blood. 1997 wow. and that match was the first wwe match that dave Meltzer rated five stars in like that he had rated five stars in, i think ever maybe i don't know but it was one of his rare five-star matches for wwe and it was it's a it's also bloody Shawn michaels bled all over the place oh good How lovely. And, yeah because it's a 
it's usually a pretty and so there's never been a women's cage match in WWE, let alone a Hell in a Cell match. Okay. Um. So, but it seems like that's That'd where we're headed yeah. between Sasha and Charlotte. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that'd be. How pretty long do you nuts. think they're gonna keep the Sasha Charlotte thing going? I think probably through maybe the next few pay per views. But I, if I had to make a guess, and this will be me guessing, mm-hmm. I think maybe around Royal Rumble we might start seeing. A, um. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna build. If they're smart, if they're smart, um, I think you should, they should be building to Sasha versus Bailey at WrestleMania next yeah. year. Cause that's what, that, that's, that'd be fucking huge. That'd yeah. be awesome. And I think that would sell tickets, but, um, we'll see what happens. Cause I mean, there's, okay. it still seems like, like they're, they want to push Dana Brooke in there. Like, as like, yeah. she's going to turn against. Charlotte, Charlotte and like that's Which fine but I but I also but I think that they can they can do that like once the belt like once the Charlotte Sasha feuds over maybe because I think the main event I think the belt I think it should be Charlotte I think I mean I think it should be Sasha and Bailey and yeah. we'll see yeah, what happens sure. I mean by Royal Rumble they might be bringing in I don't know where um I mean I don't know maybe they'll bring her to SmackDown but Asuka Who's the current NXT Women's Champion? She's mm-hmm. fucking amazing. She's beaten Bailey multiple times. She's, wow. I mean, she's an amazing. She's great. And so I don't know where she's going to come into play. If they'll bring her up within the next six months, I don't know. But she's pretty the, much dominating in there. I loved the women's match <laughs> in SmackDown, like how it started off singles oh, match yeah. and then ended up being well, they, like tag and they do that with the guys all the time. It was, it was fun, nice to yeah. see them do it with the ladies. They got Carmelo on commentary and she was starting some shit. She's yeah. talking a lot of shit. And oh, her and Alexa, I think, make a pretty good team. Although, oh, yeah. it, I, I, if I were Alexa, I think I would have been pissed that like Carmella like cost me this match because she gets the disqualification loss. But I guess if they're just if she cares about just beating up Nikki for their because yeah. they're because they're gonna have a match. I mean, I mean it beating up Becky because the it's Becky and Alexa at No Mercy, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna be Carmella against Nikki. So it's that two I, women single matches. I felt like Alexa's look is a little bit anime. I think that's what she's going for. Yeah, with like the, I, I, I think I, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely comes out, which is great. I like it on her. I think it's fun. It's well, different. Yeah, it's, it's just every time I see her, I'm like, she's just so little. She's great. <laughs> she's so small. Yeah, um, that was fun. That was really cool. Yeah, that was fun. Um, back to Raw. Um, best worst commentary I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher oh, and right? Danny Masterson. <laughs> I loved it because, because I could tell right away, I'm like, oh, they're just saying whatever they want to say. Yeah. Vince yep. is probably punch vince or triple h or whoever's back there is probably <laughs> screaming into the headset right now <laughs> or maybe they just let him do that because nobody gives a fuck i don't know but that was like know. i'm just like what the fuck is happening right now <laughs> what is happening right now this I is crazy because it, it was really it was hilarious but it was so like I'm like okay guys like because they were just acting all like we're too cool and I don't know. They were being real goofy. It was real goofy. I love the skit goofy. with them in the back where, and they ended the skit and Ashton and Danny were like saying the same thing at the same yeah. time. It was like a full on SNL skit. I just, I love it. I think that they work really well. Um, 
up against Jericho and Kevin Owens. Oh, like, yeah. It's well, just, Jericho and Owens are just funny. on fire. And it's not easy to do that kind of stuff, in, especially when you have, like, two professional actors. And yeah. they really held their own. I thought it was great. And they just fun. them yelling at the New Day and all that stuff. And, like, the way Kevin Owens just screams, Woods, is that you? No, like, yeah. no, no, like they're yelling at him yes. and they're giving shit to Kevin Owens. Like, yes. their back and forth is just so amazing. So funny. Um, oh, New Day calling Kevin out for his weight. <laughs> that was so funny. Cause I've actually been thinking about that too. I'm like, you know, it's not to say that he's fat by any means. I mean, he's a strong, he's a strong very, guy. he's a big guy, which I, but that's why I love him. Definitely has the beer belly happening. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, how, that's why it's so great. how does that help? <laughs> it helps him. So, hey man, he could that that, he could do moonsaws and shit. It's great. Yes, it's awesome. Uh, I uh, we were talking about hype videos. We got a new hype video on Raw for um. I don't think you've ever seen Emma before because she's been hurt. No. Um, but now she's being reinvented and she's no longer the goofy Australian. She's no longer even. Bad Emma, because for a while she was bad and she wore black lipstick. I don't lipstick. think that was on the Hulu version, so you're um, going to have to okay. tell me. Well, they did a little hype video where now she's going to be – she's Emmalina and she's hot as hell. And so Emma is – she's from Australia. She's she's currently um, dating Zack Ryder in real life. Okay. And she's a great wrestler. She's great. Um, and so I'm excited for Emma coming back on Raw and – See what happens with this. She's yeah. been, but she's great. And, cool. um, especially guys. since Paige is going to be out for who knows how long, especially with oh, what right. the fuck is what? going on with this Alberto Del Rio page. Some homeless person stabbed them, except they didn't report it because people tried to find like, okay, well, there must be a police report. No. So if you got stabbed and didn't report it to the police, like what's up with that? And so I was like, this, this is some Ryan Lochte shit. <laughs> I think you nailed it. Oh, I saw that. That was perfect. Cause, yeah, uh, but here's the thing though. I, Del Rio I, does get into fights a lot and I don't know what's up with that, but he does because when Benson and I saw him, um, at, uh, SummerSlam in 2014, um, it was him versus Christian and, uh, and, he, um, Del Rio had a black eye and, oh, wow. and they had tried to cover it up with makeup. But we were sitting there looking. I'm like, Del Rio has a fucking black eye. So then we go online. It turns out he got in a fight. He got in a bar fight wow. in L.A. Like the morning of the pay-per-view. Well, if he's doing steroids or whatever, I mean, that'll bring some aggression out. And then, did you see his stab shit, though? That was fucked up. That was crazy. But I'm, I don't know what that is. But now I'm like, what is going on? What if actually yeah. what happened was, what if him and a page got in some kind of fight with each other? And this awesome. is them trying to... Or maybe Del Rio got beat up by a fan. Who knows what the fuck happened? He, I'll, oh. Here's what here's the facts. He no-showed an appearance... And mm-hmm. then he claimed he got stabbed, except they didn't report it to the cops. And now they're saying that Paige was there, but then she tried to break up the thing. And then she got, I don't know. It's, yeah. it keeps changing their story. There's a, there's a lot of conflicting things going on. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what's happening. It feels like, I feel like we're, you know, when you're just watching people like implode. Yes. That's exactly what I was just thinking. I'm like, dude, he's not going down a good path, like wherever this is at. I don't know. That's, I'm okay a... with that because he's not my, one of my favorites. Yeah, but what's so. going to happen if I don't want to see him take Paige down with him? 
Man, you know. She's got her whole life ahead of her. Yeah, but that's, that's her call, man. She needs to own oh, her. Bad shit. choices all around. I know, but she does that. I, that's kind of who she is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> bad well, choice. Best of wishes to, to Rio, and I hope he gets yes. his story straight. Yeah, here's hoping. Um, Brian Kendrick versus TJ Perkins was awesome. Yeah, that was very fun. Oh, uh, dude, TJ Perkins' entrance is still the best thing going so on. Great. And got that huge, cause LA, he's from LA, so is Kendrick, so they both got, mm. like, big, huge, they, both of them got big yeah. pops. And, uh, and it was just exciting. Um, I, there was a, uh, Marty and Sarah Loves Wrestling fan in the audience on Raw because he had a bunch of signs. Nice. Um, pertaining to that show. It was great. He had a little Enzo sign, which is a character that they do on the show. It's like a little Enzo Mori and Sarah does okay. the voice of him. And <laughs> it's really it. funny. Um, yeah, they do a lot of characters <laughs> and stuff and like, it's really fun. I highly recommend it if you're looking for another podcast to listen to. Enzo on Instagram. I, I can't say it enough. Oh. If you're not following oh, he's him. The best. You have to. Him introducing his dog. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, like, they he was, like, made. like a full on Lion King. <laughs> and then great. let's talk about them. Like, they made me cry on Raw. The, just the respect right. and what well, they did such a good job with, like, yes. the, with, like, introducing those ladies. They, and even when they messed up the, like, when they pulled the thing off the belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just like, I don't know. I just really, it, I think it could tell you they were, they were having a good time and, just, when you could see that Enzo had like his aunt's name, yeah, and he had his, his aunt's arm, name like, on his arm, and like it hit home, oh, and they did, and and I love how Big Cass like said it twice, like one thing that these women are not. I'm gonna repeat that what they are not is, and then he yeah. spells out song. Yeah, loved it. it. Was, it was, that was great. That was great. Yeah, and good call on. Uh, for raw, for putting those two on the mic yeah, for that, putting them really on, and then call. and then and then I was like, well, how? What are they gonna do on SmackDown? And then Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Oh, he's always the golden boy. Yep. Love him. He's Very great. Very good. Got that yes um, chant so going. Speaking of SmackDown, <laughs> my note this week. I love how Bray Wyatt lives in a shipping container. <laughs> well, I mean, Randy Orton locked him in there. I know, but it was just so great. Dude, like, <laughs> I was freaking out because I was convinced when like they put the video when they when he when he when he's watching the videotape of Bray yeah. inside there i was convinced we were finally going to see sister abigail like i thought she's going to like materialize in there or some shit yeah. and we were actually going to see her i mean you see him talking to her and then he disappeared which right. i i love this shit because i love that like i just love like super goofy shit and cuz i just it doesn't it's cuz part of it i'm like i'm i'm like i love that we can still have this in this so-called like reality era or whatever we're calling mm-hmm. it and that we can still be like we're going to do some fucking, like some crazy shit i was like, glad that Ghost he disappeared Man, like, oh yeah i love that he disappeared i was getting like really yeah. the story oh yeah line. you're like, like come on some next. some cool shit's going to happen i was I like i think that, that too. they should go like I don't know. I think that they should show Sister Out. Like, I think I want they it need to, happen. to do I more supernatural yeah. and actually go oh, there. Yeah. Well, like, they did it a while ago when he, like, when he, like, ghost appeared in during a Hell in a Cell match. But that was, like, two years ago. So it's yeah. been a while since they've been doing that really freaky shit. Or yeah. the time – my other favorite thing that Bray Wyatt did was he stole the Undertaker's, like, lightning powers. Oh, right. You told me about that And one. then yeah. he, like, used them a bunch. And I was yeah. like, this is awesome. <laughs> Um, I loved it. Cause, but then like Undertaker took him back. So I'm like, I'm like, this is 
insane. Um, so I want more of that. So yeah, I thought I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that we're going to get, we're finally going to get Sister Abigail because it's been a while yeah. since he even mentioned her. And I was like, oh shit, it's going to happen. And yeah. It's going to be some like fucked up, like dead lady or something. I don't know. And, uh, we're, I think we're getting so, there. I think we're, so I think that's where this is going. what would you do if that's how Bray Wyatt ended his career? Like, we never see or hear from him he's ever again. Gone. That's just, he's just gone. What would you do? I'd be fine with that. I guess. <laughs> like, and we never saw him again. Um, <laughs> he went back to his home planet. <laughs> it's like the easiest storyline ever. He just, he's just not there. <laughs> like, well, Hopefully, I I want him. I want like Sister Abigail to like come down from the rafters or some shit on Sunday. What if Sister Abigail was like an eight year old girl, like <laughs> like super creepy, like that'd be scary. Oh, they I should mean, get like one an eight year old girl who's like a wrestler, the, and she <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be so legit. The scariest thing that they ever did was what time like Bray Bray came out with a bunch of kids with those goat masks on and they oh. all started singing. It was fucked up. So creepy. Um so I want more of that. This is the Bray Wyatt that I love, like and they don't they haven't really they've kind of not been doing it. So yeah. now I'm like, oh good, you're doing the cool Bray Wyatt shit again. Yeah. Like I want him to fun. like, I want him to disappear out of shipping containers and I want him to talk to <laughs> dead people and I want him to like raise a zombie army or some fucked up shit. Yeah, that'd uh, be cool. I'd yeah, I like it when he talks to dead people. It was just the shipping container. I'm like, really? Like, this is so. Yeah. All right. But he got out. So good for him. <laughs> Until next week. We're on a cliffhanger. <laughs> Good times. Oh, it's your phone. It's, yeah. Good times. Alright. Oh, if, I really, oh, we, hey, we, we got to hear got, Lana's Russian accent this week. Yeah, but I feel, <laughs> <laughs> that was, she's, she's like not doing it as well anymore. I feel cause she hasn't talked in so long. She forgot how to do it. She's probably been practicing at home. Like, does this sound Russian? <laughs> there were parts yeah, of it where there were parts where it was hurting. You go to hell. <laughs> you go to hell. That one. I was like, you saw. Oh man, I just I'm waiting for Trump to use her as an example of like an illegal immigrant because <laughs> he doesn't know. I'm yeah. waiting. It'll we'll happen. See. Um, we did have a list a listener mail, so. Woo-hoo! Let's get to that. Um, you can yeah. send in your mail by going to mbwspod.com and use our contact form. And you can do what Stephen Day did. So another Stephen. Another Stephen. This is Stephen Day. And he writes, Hello, Brendo and Veronica. I just finished watching the October 4th Smackdown and wanted to say I'm really excited about No Mercy. I'm glad they brought back that pay-per-view because it makes me think of the Hardys versus Edge and Christian tag team ladder, ladder match from 1999. So yeah, No Mercy is a pay-per-view name that they basically stopped using. Oh. And now they brought it back, but the classic No Mercy is, so like Matt and Jeff Hardy, who you saw in the final deletion video, mm-hmm. um, back before they did all that weird shit, <laughs> uh, they were probably one of the best tag teams ever. And, um, Against Edge and Christian, who I would say are one of the best tag teams ever. Definitely my favorite. Um, and they would have these crazy, uh, ladder matches and they created and brought to fame the TLC match, tables, ladders, and chairs match. Awesome. And they just did a lot of crazy shit, which 
ended up shortening both Edge and Christian's careers. <laughs> Whoops. Um, both of them are retired. Uh, and Hardy's too hard, too soon. still going, but they are completely insane and on drugs a lot. Oh, good. I don't think they're on drugs anymore, but they were for a long time. Good times. Uh, yeah. So he's uh, excited for Well, no so mercy. he says he's excited for No Mercy, and then he says, my question is about New Japan Pro Wrestling, or Ooh. NJPW. I've been watching and enjoying their show on AXS TV, and um, I'm just getting to the point where I know who people are. Yeah, so New Japan has an English language show on AXS, which is like this channel that some cable systems have. Yeah. And, uh, and it has English commentary from former WWE announcer Jim Ross and from MMA fighter Josh Barnett. Um, used to be Mauro Ranallo from SmackDown was the co-host, but since he went to SmackDown, he's not doing that anymore. Not That's why they brought that. in Jim Ross. And so the thing with the AXS TV show though is that it's like six months behind what's actually happening. Uh, okay. But it's still, it's, if you're, if you want to watch, if, if you want to watch New Japan, it's one of the best ways to watch it. I mean, they also have New Japan World, which is what I do, but then you watch, you don't get the English commentary most of the time. But I kind of like the Japanese commentators. Like I've said, they're very animated and they're very good. Um, but that's, they're like, that's like their WWE network. It's 9.99 yen. So oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. New Japan world. But he says my, so far my favorites are Tanahashi, um, Naito and Kenny Omega. Brendo, how long have you been following New Japan and who are your favorites? Um, well, I've been watching, I started watching New Japan in 2009, but then I stopped watching wrestling altogether, like a couple years after that. And then I, when I started watching wrestling again, I didn't watch New Japan at first because I didn't know how to. I had like stopped, you know. And then when New Japan World happened, so I watched like a little, I would watch on and off, like when I could get like stuff on torrents. But then New Japan World happened and I've been, so I've been, uh, I've been watching, uh, I've been watching new, uh, ever since New Japan World started, so for like two years. Right. And, uh, that's where I, but my favorite of all time, as you guys know, is, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, which, who is now an NXT champion. He's over in WWE now. And, um, if you had asked me also last year, I would have said AJ Styles, except he's in WWE now. And, uh, so right now, my current favorites, I would agree with you. I, Tanahashi, I like Tanahashi. He's probably one of the best wrestlers of all time. I mean, just the way it is. But I also, Naito and Kenny Omega, awesome. But my other favorites, um, are current champion, Kazuchika Okada. I think he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, the, um, former Intercontinental Champion, Michael Elgin, been a big fan of his. Ever since Benson and I saw him wrestle, we actually saw him wrestle. The first time I ever saw Michael Elgin wrestle was against TJ Perkins. Oh, wow. That's there you cool. go. And Michael Elgin now big in Japan. And they call him Big Mike over there. And cause he's big and his name's Mike. <laughs> and, uh, and then other Japanese wrestlers. I like Yuji Nagata just cause he's like, I wish he was my dad. He's like in his fifties. <laughs> he's just, he's like in his fifties and he's such a fucking badass. That's so cool. Um, Another all-time favorite who I met at uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, Jushin Thunder Liger. And nice. uh, he's still going. Dude's also in his 50s. Still going. Um, fucking great. And then uh, I... 
Who else? Oh, Young Bucks. The Young Bucks. Definitely. Um, they also endorse this podcast. So. So what does the <clears throat> name like New Japan? Where did, why okay, New? Okay. Cause, um, <clears throat> is there old because, Japan somewhere? well, no, there was, uh, so back in the day, there was this, uh, the guy that brought wrestling to Japan was actually a Korean guy um, named Ricky Dozan, who was a sumo wrestler. And mm-hmm. then he kind of started wrestling, like professional wrestling in Japan after observing it in the United States and in Mexico and brought it over. And his company, I forgot what they were called, but then he had two protégés, one Antonio Inoki, the other one a giant guy named Giant Baba, hence the <laughs> giant and so those were his two top stars. Think okay. like John Cena and AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah. And um when Ricky Dozan died, um and Giant Baba and uh Baba and Anoki at first worked together, but then they kind of split and they formed two companies. And then they were basically rivals for the rest. Wow. Of, um, and so one of those, both of them are still around. So you have All Japan, which was Baba's company, and okay. New Japan, which was Inoki's company. Interesting. And so they were like rivals. They, and now, I mean, All Japan has really fallen down hard. Mm-hmm. They're in hard times these days. They're still around. They're still going. Okay. But for a while, they was like, they were like huge rivalries, but they were both just, for like, there would be periods where wrestling in Japan would be doing bigger money and selling, having bigger audiences than wrestling in America. It's not wow. the case anymore, but like during the eighties and parts of the nineties definitely was the case. Interesting. And, uh, like wrestling was so fucking huge in Japan in the eighties. Like, um, like at one point, uh, the, the all, I think it was the new Japan show, um, was getting like, like half of the country was watching the wow. New Japan wrestling show. Are there like, females in New Japan? Um, actually, so the thing with women's wrestling in Japan, um, sadly, it's not integrated at all. They're yeah. entirely separate. Uh, like, feder- there's like separate promotions. For a while, All Japan had a separate women's promotion. Um, okay. And it was called All Japan Women. And, and some would say it was one of the greatest promotions of all time. They had amazing matches but they had crazy rules where you could only wrestle until you were 25 and then you had to retire okay cuz the cuz the women's wrestlers were like pop stars they uh, were like fucking huge so it wasn't and like yeah as steve brought brought up uh, like uh, all japan went downhill after giant baba died and okay. then um one of the wrestlers in all japan who was one of the all-time greats mitsuharu masawa mm-hmm. uh he started a promotion called noah like they got on the ark and they took off. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And like basically took all the best guys from all Japan. And then they had a giant, a big run of like 10 years where they were amazing. But then Misawa actually died in the ring. It's horrible. Hmm. And, uh, wow. yeah, it was fucked up. Um, wow. and, uh, cause that was kind of the extreme strong style took its toll on, on him and some of the other wrestlers. And, uh, so yeah. And then, okay. so actually now New Japan, it's, they're like a, New Japan basically owns Noah now. Like it's, they're like a silent partner that okay. they basically own. So that's, that's Japan wrestling for you. you and then go. there's a bunch of other smaller promotions. There's some indies. They have a whole indie scene there. And it's, wrestling's pretty big in Japan. 
And yeah, well, yeah. It's, and and it's and it's something I yeah, I really dig. New Japan yeah. World, check it out. New um, Japan World. And uh yeah, that's that's their Cool. Thing. Nice. So thank well, you, you Steven for your yes. letter. And something, let's see if I got any other things. Um oh, well, we got to talk about No Mercy. Yeah. It's happening this Sunday. Yeah. There's I don't know, man. This is a lot to keep up with. There's like another pay per view every two weeks. I know. I was. I I'm, feel like. I feel like I might. I'm get, overwhelmed. I'm, I don't know. I. I think I'm gonna be okay, but I'm like, oh man, this is a lot to keep up with. Like, I. 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 I, I oh, that's one of the things I was gonna say about New Japan. I'm like, I. So they just had three like big shows in a row. Their um destruction shows. Thankfully, New Japan. They like. They take. They like have off time. So okay. they're not, and they also like, they, they don't, they don't put up all their shows on, um, on New Japan World because they don't have like a raw TV show. Their okay. TV show is basically like matches from house shows and stuff. And okay. So they, cause it's not, they don't, Japanese wrestling, I think I've talked to you about this before, but they don't really have like, like vignettes and storylines per se. I mean, there's rivalries and there's uh-huh. factions, but most of it is like, you, I challenge you. Okay, let's wrestle. Like, <laughs> you know, like. Fight. And then there's like, there's Naito and he's like a bad guy and he comes in and like sometimes they'll just fuck some guy up and, okay. and they're, they're los ingobernables. That's their, <laughs> their, um, it's their, and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and so he's, he's like the heel. They're like the heel guy. And then you have the Bullet Club, um, um, and which was, you know, it's in that they're like bad guys, but even then, like, it's still pretty like, these bad guys are going to fight these good guys because that's what they do. And right. it's, you don't see a lot of – there's not a lot of, like, promos. Okay. And it's mostly just wrestling. Um, so they don't really have a TV show like Raw. And so I'm – but even then, I'm having trouble keeping up because there's just so much to keep up just with WWE. Like, well, I just – I just feel like it's so much pressure on the writers, on them. Because oh, yeah. they keep having to, like, keep – Outdoing themselves, and when you have a pay per view every other week, it's it's not not that exciting anymore. I I get that's why they did the brand split because now it's like two separate rosters. I know, but I still feel like pay per view should be rather special. I agree with you, and I'm kind of feeling like you guys are going too much. I think, yeah, I I agree with you, and I I just don't know if there's a solution. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be on like pay per view overload. <laughs> All right. Well, so the this, this one, no mercy. We got a uh, in the preview match. We got uh, Jack Swagger versus Baron Corbin. Yawn. Uh, so Jack I, Swagger, that's the we the people, right? Yeah, that like yeah. jumped over to SmackDown. Yes. I I don't really care about this. Does anybody care about this? No, not really. Okay. Um. <laughs> We got Kurt Hawkins versus To Be Announced. Be interesting to see him. Um, oh, is Steve, the, the, the stipulation on that match, on the Baron Corbin Jack Swagger match should be loser must never talk ever. <laughs> I'd, I'd approve of that. Yeah. All right. We got Nikki Bella versus Carmella. So who you got? Oh, Carmella's going to win. They're going to give it to her. You think She's so? been beating Nikki every week. It's, I don't know. But that could I be don't... where now it's Nikki's turn to give her the, well, one, two. 
I don't think so. I think they're looking, saying, you have your show with your it's crazy true. boyfriend and oh <laughs> we're going to give this to Carmella. Yeah. I think, I think for this round, no, I still think that they're going to keep building that up. So I, I'm going to vote Carmella on that one. I think, um, if it's a spelling bee, I give it to Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's. Oh. Okay. I'm going to give it, I think, I think I'm going to agree with you on this. I think I'm going to agree with you. All right, then we got Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. Ooh. I think Randy. Bray Wyatt's going to win. I think some crazy shit's going to happen. I think you're onto something with this Sister Abigail thing. Yeah. Oh, what but if Randy people is fucking, Sister Abigail? Ooh. Like he dresses up as a woman. <laughs> but people <laughs> fucking love Randy Orton, which boggles my mind. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan or anything, I'm, but storyline-wise... yeah. It just could be interesting because how often ha- – and again, I'm new. So how often has Bray lost? A lot. Okay. Way too much. Because <laughs> that's the thing with Bray Wyatt is they build him up as this like monster and then he like loses. But he loses. Oh, and okay. that's where he needs to win. He needs to start fucking winning. Yeah. I, I need In order to take Bray Wyatt seriously, he needs to start winning and then he needs to win a title. Like yeah, that's what true. needs to happen. That's what He's going to make do. his own title, like the WWE God title or something. <laughs> Lord of the WWE <laughs> Universe. I like yeah, it. Yeah, so what's going to happen? All right. Well, that... uh, yeah, oh, I'm going yeah, go to go with Randy on that one. Okay. Just go Going with Randy. All right. Then we've got The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. Title versus career. I know. Title versus career. That's insane. Yeah, um, it's making it exciting, right? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with the Miz on this one. I think I'm gonna go with that. I think I am. I think I, I, I just, I don't think, I don't think Dolph's gonna win. And either he's gonna be doing commentary, or they'll find some other way mm-hmm, to like to get him in. Ah, who knows? Yeah, I, I mean, I like Dolph. I really, I'd be stoked if he won. I really would. Um, and I think that if he won, the Miz is going to come back in like the following week for his, you know, match mm-hmm. and get it back. Like, I don't think it would be a long term thing. They do that all the time though. And I know. over that, I want like a soup. That's why, like, I just, I don't know. Maybe again that I'm showing my, cause it's, it was such a different time, but I remember when like Honky Tonk Man was Intercontinental Champion for like two years. Oh gosh. Okay. And like, I don't know, I kind of miss that, but I also am like, but they only, they didn't do TV shows every week and they didn't have pay-per-views every month right. and like that, that, but it also, but I feel like, I feel like you could make it work somehow. And I think with The Miz, it could work or he's just like, he's always squeezing his way out of things and he's yeah. talking so much shit and yeah. I don't know. And then you build to that big, like, again, like WrestleMania, I don't know, but I that's just, but that's again. I'm, I sound like an old man when I say shit well, no, like that. I would and really it was love a different time. to be a commentator. Like so, I'm and he kind is a great. Like he's great towards that more yeah. than anything. Okay, so, yeah. I, I'm with you. So I'll go with the Miz on this one. All right, next up, we got Heath Slater and Rhino versus the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Oh, Heath and Rhino for sure. You got to keep this train going, right? Yeah, totally. Gotta, Get him out of that double wide. Get him into an actual house. Let's, <laughs> and let's keep try it and get going. Him, like, 
an in the ground pool. Yeah, did you see, <laughs> like did you see the did you see the picture right of him with his above yes. ground pool? That was great. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah, it's true. I I, I agree with uh, Steve because people give Miz shit for his style, but um, it's very similar to Jerry Lawler, and Jerry Lawler's one of the greatest of all time. There you and, go. And Ric Flair. I mean, he, he was also mentored by Ric Flair, and like that's kind of what he does. That's the thing. I like it. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Becky Balboa Lynch. Yes. Versus Alexa Bliss for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky. This is all Becky, right? She has to hold it. I think it's yeah. going to be a good match. I think they're, I think oh, it's going to be good. Oh, totally. Make Alexa look good. Make her yep. look like a credible challenger in the future. But this is a way of, I think you could, you can, you can have, you can make Alexa look good, but Becky yeah. Lynch has to win this. I Keep agree. Keep that Becky train going. Going. Just for a while longer. Yep. Oh, and then, we got potential match of the year here. I don't know. That's crazy. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think it's <laughs> going to be a good match considering the matches these guys have participated in previously. We got AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose versus John Cena triple threat match for the WWE World Championship. Holy Amazing. shit. They were talking some serious shit to each other. Yeah, they were. And John Cena just took out Dean Ambrose. That talk is cheap. Boom. Yes. I like Ooh. that. I like that I John too. Cena. I like I seeing too. that. Cause you know, you're waiting for some cheesy, like, speech by John, like, oh, I do it, but instead he just beat the shit out of Dean yeah. Ambrose. And then he, then, then him and AJ were going at it. And, but I'm, I'm going AJ here. Cause I think that I, I'm on the AJ train forever. I think that they're going to give it to John Cena one last time. Like this is the Get last that raw record, that Ric yeah. Flair record 16 yeah. time. I think that's think where that's they're it? headed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I just and because even if again it's like a short-lived kind of thing, at least he hit that number. I um. I think the crowd's gonna go ballistic if John Cena <laughs> wins, which is almost why I would love now, to see it happen. Who do I want to win? Dean. We know you want Dean. I love Dean. I especially I like win. this, like kind of a little bit, kind of like. Tired of everybody's shit, Dean Ambrose. I kind of yes, like, I like it. I do too. Um, but I also, I mean, AJ Styles, that's my guy. And so, he's, uh, he's crushing it on the mic. He's crushing it in the ring. He's going to crush it. He's going to crush all these guys, but I think it's going to be a hell of a match. It could go, uh, I could go anyway, but I mean, I, I think they're going to save that John Cena title win for something a little bit more. Special, maybe? I don't know. That's just my idea. I don't know. I feel like it would kind of, if they're bringing No Mercy back, that's, this would be putting it on the map. Yeah, sense, so. that's true. And I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We've just had, I just feel like it's too soon for AJ to lose that title. I'm going to go John Cena, but in my heart, I really want it to be Dean. So Dean's got, <laughs> Dean's going to have plenty of opportunities. Love Dean. Um, let's see. Anything else? Oh, no. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on in TNA. I keep getting <laughs> conflicting reports. I keep reading because, like, the other day it was like, oh, they're like Billy Corgan's gonna buy it, and then this person's gonna buy it, and then oh, Vince is trying to buy it, and then Dixie Carter's like, well, I'll never sell to Vince McMahon, and then yesterday it was like. Vince is going to buy the tape library. It's a done deal. And then Billy Corgan's going to take over the roster. 
and um and uh is and and he's going to take over the TNA and rebrand it and like a lot of call it Billy Corgan's wrestling show <laughs> And sure. I mean, uh, but but then today, um, read it, read some stuff, and some like people are like, no, that like they're not selling the tape library. That's not happening. They pulled off their pay per view. I don't know how they did that. Who? I bet you, Billy. Yeah. Billy probably pumped some more money, but you think he's got to be getting tired of just throwing money on this like fight dumpster fire or whatever you want to call it. So. I, th- I mean, I mean, maybe he's going to try and take over the company for reals. That would make sense, I guess. I don't well, know. It's a lot. I want WWE to buy the tape library and then put it on the WWE Network. That'd be fucking awesome. I'm down with that. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did I lose you? What? Oh, oh no. What? <laughs> no, I, I clicked a link and now I don't know how to get back. What do you mean you lost me? Oh, well. Back. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, there we go. So you put a link in, and I was checking it out, and I thought it was awesome. Oh, that picture of Dean Ambrose is the Homer Simpson picture? Yes. Great. Good times. Good times. All right. Well, um, I was, yeah, was going to say one more thing. Uh, you can see. Um, so Lucha Underground, they've been like. I think they did a lot more shit out of order this season because I was like waiting for to see me and Benson in the front row. And then sure enough, when last night, Benson and I are right there. There it I, is. I posted, I posted a picture in the Facebook group. You should check it out. Go to radiobrando.com, click that Facebook group link. And, uh, yeah, we got that close up because they were telling us to cheer more. So we finally did. And then we got a, <laughs> got our close up right it. there. Um, I'm you doing look so the sharp in your button-up shirt. Well, so <laughs> it's all good. so the whole the reason for our fancy shirts is you can't wear um, graphic tees. Um, you can't oh. have any logos or anything, any artwork okay. except for the approved Lucha Underground shirts. And okay. most of the Lucha Underground tapings occurred during a time when I was unemployed and I couldn't afford to buy a Lucha Aww. Underground shirt because they're like twenty-five bucks. Yeah, and. Uh, and you look and, great. And I don't have as as most people that know me, all of my t-shirts have graphics on them. So the yes. only other shirts I have, same thing with Benson, the only other shirts we have are like our button-up work shirts. I love it. Well, he's like wearing like a Hawaiian well, shirt. Well, that's also when he was so Benson was going through this thing where he wanted to be Joaquin Phoenix in that in that movie. Uh, what's it. Paul Thomas Aaron is is funny and Derek made fun of him a lot for it, but um, <laughs> and then I I mean hey Hawaiian shirt if you can pull that off more I'm all I'm all for it I just yep. I went through a Hawaiian shirt phase in college oh um, you got it out of your system early yeah good good for you <laughs> well as Homer Simpson says the only people that can pull off Hawaiian shirts are big fat party animals <laughs> and I forgot what else he said. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fat party animal. No, and, definitely not. Um, oh, like dads. I feel like it's a very dad shirt. You know, Tommy Bahama. Oh yeah. Oh, he said gay guys. That's right. It was a gay thing. Was like gay guys and fat, fat party animals. And you know, I even as like you know, I still can't pull off the Hawaiian shirt. Maybe Derek isn't. Derek thinks I should. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do no. it. 
<laughs> you're not a Hawaiian shirt guy to me. No. See, there you go. You're, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I, I trust Yeah, your I opinion. really do because I bought John a, a Roman rain shirt. So I know my shirts. <laughs> Clearly I have good taste. But Lucha Underground's been Love really it. good and they, it's been interesting to see how they've like, cause if you watch like the, you if you watch one spot, you'll notice the crowd, cause I've seen where they had matches from it, like multiple tapings in one episode and like the crowd, yeah. like you'll see one yeah. where Benson and I are in the box and then we're gone. And then <laughs> on the next match, I'm in like a totally different part of the arena. <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's pretty, so yeah, they're doing pretty a lot fun. more, cause I, they had to work around a lot of people's schedules this year. Yeah. And, um, and they were also taping, they taped a ton of episodes. Like, I think they said something like this season three is like 40 episodes. Wow. That's um, a lot. and that's exciting cause there's lots of cool shit coming. Cool. Coming on down the road. Speaking of Lucha Underground, our Instagram spotlight this week. Yes. Um, I wanted to highlight the man who, just broke both of his ankles because he was base jumping because he, he does do a lot of crazy shirt and uh he does a lot of crazy did i say crazy shirt you, you just said crazy shirt and i'm going i was saying oh i was reading because i was reading steve's like thing in the chat and it said get fashion advice from actual pacific islanders if you want to walk work a hawaiian shirt so I saw a shirt instead. I said he does a lot of crazy shirt and instead I think of he was crazy not a wrestling shit. Move. No, no. Oh, that was fucking weird. That was I, awesome. Uh, uh, yeah. Um. But he. So he travels around for wrestling, and he's also like a like a adrenaline junkie. So he oh. like he's always doing shit. There's like a short on WWE Network where it's like him and a but he takes a bunch of wrestlers and they like go and go in a shark cage. Oh, um, and he's always jumping off of cliffs and skydiving. So if you go to his Instagram, which is, it's, uh, PJ450 is his Instagram name. PJ450. Dear Wolf, PJ Black. PJ450. And if you look at his, he also did this cool thing where if you look at the tile version uh-huh, of his thing, yeah. he like aligns them. So it's like this giant, like, yeah, that's mosaic. An app. Like, There's oh, an it's an app, app that helps you so do that. So yeah. on the phone, they're even more, but like it's him skydiving. I wonder if that's like that's right cool. before he broke both of his ankles. Yeah, because um, I don't see any of those pictures. Cause yeah, he broke them both base jumping, <laughs> which I guess is like, that's like when you jump off of a building with a parachute on, right? Yeah. That's fucking like nuts. Like a dam. Yeah. Yeah. So he does that <laughs> shit. Like if you look I at like all his- I like him in his green shorts. And, and he's a those world are. traveler, so he he takes awesome pictures. <sighs> Like he wrestles all over. He's from South Africa, and also he's extremely handsome. And uh, he's one of my favorite wrestlers. He used to be in WWE as Justin Gabriel. If you watch the first season of Total Divas, you might remember him um, creepily kind of dating JoJo when she was like eighteen, oh, and he okay. was like in his thirties. Um, uh, that's awkward. Um, but then even he was like, "All right, you're too young, and we have to stop dating." And he broke. <laughs> He broke JoJo's poor little heart. So but come sad. on, JoJo. You should have yeah. seen that coming. Um, yeah. But yeah, he tra- he travels yeah, all over the world and he does a lot of crazy shit. And you can see it all on his Facebook and Man, on his Instagram. He, he is in shape. He's a very yeah, in he has shape great dude. pictures. How fun. Yeah. And he's a very, very in fun. shape dude hanging yes, out with all Holy the Lucha crap. Underground guys. He's on a paddleboard doing a handstand. Yeah, dude, he's nuts. No, that's crazy. Cool, yeah. I like it. He's awesome. It's a good one. And 
my first, the first, the, the season, the first episode of season two, or maybe it was like the second, one of the, one of the early episodes of season two, I grabbed a grape still from, um, when he stopped at the top of the stairs of the Lucha Underground and I'm standing right next to him. It's great. Love it. Cause that's where I was. And, uh, he's, a, I'm a, I've been a fan of his ever since he made his debut in WWE as Justin Gabriel. And cool. Now he's in Lucha Underground and he also wrestles everywhere else around the world. And go. then he jumps off of things. So I wish, I wish him a swift recovery. Yes. And maybe take it easy with those base jumps. Maybe. Just a little bit. Cause you know, breaking both of your ankles just sounds very painful. It does. Oh man. You don't realize how often you use like a body part until it's sore or it's broken. And then you know, well, ankles, I'm sure we all know how much we use, but at the same time, just ouch. Yeah. Just ouch. All right. Cool. Do you have any um, other notes or anything? Uh, Nope. We covered it all. We did. Cool. I can't wait for Total Bellas next next week. Oh my god! What 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 crazy network? (laughs) Wednesdays. Cena craziness. Watch it. Watch Westworld. (laughs) These are the the shows that I'm. Oh yeah, I gotta watch Westworld. I've uh, I've heard amazing things about it. I can (laughs) two very different shows. I can get back into my normal life now that my jury duty is over. Oh, it is. So now you get to share. Yeah. Found a dude guilty of second degree murder. Oh, it's fucking crazy. I'm doing Derek's doing a Larry King style tell all interview with me on popsicles on Saturday. Oh, love it. So, um, I'll talk. We'll, we're going to do the full rundown there. Love Um, it. Will you guys do a live hangout for that? Uh, yes, we do. It'll probably, I think it's Saturday, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay. Um, but then it'll be on popsicles. Um, on the Popsicles Facebook page, popsiclespodcast.com, um, is that all, that links to everything, but yeah. So cool. stay tuned for that, cause I think it's gonna be cool, but yeah, being on a jury was crazy, and, but also like worthwhile, and, and but, I you know, it was, yeah. But it was, I saw some, I saw some shit, man. Well, I can only imagine a the murder images. with a, a knife and stabbing, and yeah. It's a it was lot. crazy. But, right. uh, hey, it was, it was, it was, it was good to be able to go home and watch some wrestling and the goofiness. Cause even when it, like, it's still, it's just great to see fake violence. Yes. Absolutely. And, yeah. I, and, and, and my fake world of wrestling that is sometimes helps me deal with reality, you know? Yes. We were just hey. talking about that. Yep. We sure were. Um, so awesome. no mercy on Sunday. That should be fun. And, uh, we'll see what happens with all this other business. We'll see if Alberto de Rio can get his story straight. <laughs> come back, come back to us. Sorry. Also, yeah. Make Jamie, good decisions. Jamie Noble got <laughs> stabbed for reals. That's wow. scary. I hope he's, and so swift recovery for Jamie Noble. Yeah. He's a WWE official, former wrestler, awesome wrestler. Um, but yeah, he got right. stabbed due to a road rage incident. Like he, some guy road raged on him and then his friend and him and the guy and the, and the, some, this, this guy and his friend like stabbed him. Wow. It's nuts. The world is a crazy place. It really is. 
Don't get stabbed, everybody. Yeah, this week, that's your goal. Watch wrestling, don't get stabbed. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> MBWSpod.com. That was perfect. So let's, let's go out let's on that it. note. So MBWSpod.com is where you're going to go for all the stuff about the podcast. BenviewNetwork.com. Listen to other shows. RadioBrendo.com. We're still posting lots of stuff from LA Podfest. Freaking nuts. Lots of big, fun guests, comedians. Got to talk to one of my favorite comedians and podcasters this on this latest episode, on Tuesday's episode, April Richardson of the Go Bayside podcast. Love it. And uh, before that, we had DC Pearson, Will Wheaton, a bunch of other people, and cool. uh, lots of cool stuff. So check Love that it. out at RadioBrendo.com, BenVNetwork.com. And like Veronica said, don't get stabbed, watch wrestling. For MBWS Podcast, I'm Brenda Creasy. I'm Veronica Steele. We'll see you next time in the ring. time, we're taking over the prime time. And if you cross us, you're stepping over the fine line. But we can take this to the center of the ring. And when the bell dings, it's time to go. I'll hit the top rope while you're bleeding. No, slam you with the chair in the back of your head. Put you through a table, now you're thinking you're dead. As I climb the ladder and reclaim the belts, you're going home with a face full of welts. We came to win. Well, you better know it's Matt and Brendo's wrestling show. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Hi, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And we are the hosts of Radio Brendo Man on the Benview Network. We talk about all kinds of stuff on our podcast. Like what? Like toys and movies and video games and books and other stuff. Poo. Talk about poo? Definitely talk about poo. And you, if, you, if that sounds cool to you and we talk about it every week... Go to RadioBrendo.com or go to our page on BenviewNetwork.com. And, yeah, thanks a lot.